Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Phoenix and the Ferryman podcast. Tonight, I have a very special guest for you, and we didn't get to ch- we didn't get an opportunity to talk before this event. So I'm meeting him at the same time that you guys are meeting him. So I'm really, really excited to bring to to bring to you a veteran and a uh, book. I always forget what this word is. Book and it's not marketing. He is an expert. So let me get Deshaun Smith. <sighs> hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. It's so funny that the what you do for a living is a word. I have a traumatic brain injury and the word escapes me constantly. And because in our industry, we speak that word all the time. It's hilarious. So I just, I just laugh it off. I'm like, oh, TBI. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, don't even worry about it. We can say it later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll get a chance to tell us all about it. (laughs) Yes, I will. Sure. So just for fun and just so the audience can get to know you a little bit. What Uh-oh. is your like your biggest secret thing that makes you happy? Oh, um, it would have to be those little chocolate candies on the tables of Olive Garden that have the mint flavor. And I know they only want to give me like two or three, but when they give me two or three, I ask for more from the server and I'll grab about three or four on the way out of the door. So they, they really make me happy. <laughs> it's the little things. We have to appreciate the little things. <laughs> and it, it's yeah. funny because I saw one uh, yesterday, somebody like put it in the gift box and I was like, oh, I can't have it because I'm trying to do the vegan thing. But I, I didn't do it, but it was definitely tempting. So yes. <laughs> the little things (laughs) so what's your reason for going vegan um health um i want to be healthier um i think that's been a struggle for a while um and and becoming a vegan is 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 a struggle because it's a big change but um my wife and i started out um some months ago probably about eight months ago six months ago somewhere around there and she's done better with it than me uh, but I noticed that it gives you more energy, uh, makes you feel better, makes you think more clearly. Um, and I don't really necessarily desire uh, meat as much. So I just want to be healthier. Um, you know, and that, that's the goal. want to be healthier. And you didn't wait until the first of the year. No, no. I don't even believe in that. <laughs> Kudos on that one. <laughs> I don't believe in that. You know what? I, I stopped setting goals years ago for the new year uh, because I never did it. And it's just like, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Like, if you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. And so I, I so I didn't do it for the beginning of the year. It actually started, I think, around May, I want to say. And so it's good. So, I, you know, only thing about vegan is you can't go to a restaurant expecting the restaurant to have some vegan food prepared for you. They just... They, they don't. So you have to really go with the mindset that if I'm going to go to my old favorite restaurant then and they served barbecue, they served the best barbecue, they're still going to serve the best barbecue. <laughs> and you're just going to have to settle for uh, the sides. Okay. So, and it's cool. It's, it's cool. So, but it's, 
once you make that change, you go through that rough period and, and you're able to adapt a little bit better and say, hey, I'll just do vegetables today. And I'm okay with that. It's not true with everything in life. Once you go through it and you get used to it and you adapt, it's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> go, once they go through it, yes, yes. <laughs> so Definitely. you are a veteran. Oh, no, you froze on me. I froze? There you are. <laughs> am I back? You're back. Oh, okay. Awesome. I am a veteran. Um, I served 2000 to 2004, did four years, and um, I said it's time to come home. I served in the Iraqi, um, I think it was, so we, I went through both of them. They changed the name. I never understood why. <laughs> it's been explained to me probably 10 times. Uh, but the Iraqi Freedom uh, uh, War is what I served in. And um, yep, and I came home in 2004. And I always say I never, I don't know if I ever really left from war, you know. So, uh, but I did get out of the military. Just don't know if I fully uh, was out of, came home from the war. And, and so for about 15 years of my life, uh, it definitely impacted, um, you know, me as a person. So. Now, don't and let you, me keep going because I'll keep talking now. <laughs> no, you, you can talk as much as you want. The okay. cool thing about this show is we literally just do candid conversations. And the whole purpose, the reason that we're here is because our men and women out there need to know they're not alone and that... A lot of people like to compare their traumas and we like to minimize them. So, so someone like you would be, I often hear, oh, I was only in for four years or I only did this. I only saw battle once. I was only in this location and I didn't go to this other location. So somehow that makes it somehow less like mm. you don't suffer from the same PTSD symptoms that everyone else has. Like you don't feel wow. like it's like you're worthy of having the resources that other people have because you didn't have it as bad, but we're all in it together and trauma mm -hmm. is trauma and there is no comparative. Every single person responds differently to their experiences. So we want everybody to recognize that maybe you didn't even see battle. Some people never even go are not even deployed and they still have PTSD and they still deserve to be treated with, for the symptoms that they have. So it's, we're here to show people that PTSD is everybody. PTSD mm -hmm. is your neighbor and your cousin and the guy down the road and you don't know it, but you're mm -hmm. all in the same, you know, you're all having the same experiences. So you're never alone. There's always someone going through the same kind of things and there's support and there is life still. There is life after PTSD mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be a death sentence. It doesn't have to be a diagnosis that says my life will never be good. There's so many things that we can do to make life better. So I always challenge my guests to, to share something that they use in their lives to make, to make things more livable, to make things more tolerable. What have you... What is your best go-to coping strategy? Um, you know what, and, and you you mentioned that to me 
that is a great question. Um, you know, you said that to me. What is, and I think mine was just to keep moving at first, or just to lay still. And and in my eyes, you know, in, in my if that makes sense to anybody, it, you know, both of them at times works. So I, I don't think that there is an exact method. I know people come up with all type of theories or whatnot. But for me, what has helped me be most successful because it's an everyday working process is I'm gonna I'm gonna say don't go with that first thought. <laughs> don't go with the first thought. You know, uh, a lot of times we're moving through life because. Uh, we're moving through life at this normal pace when we're not dealing with normal things, okay? And we have these these this this issue one this issue and probably other issues uh, that we have. And so, but the the thing is, people are still expected. You're still expected to perform, although you have PTSD, although you have been to war, although you, you know, and you know, you're still expected to perform normal. And I think it's a travesty. I think it's it's really bad. But um, what is what has caused me now? What has helped me most is to say, look, I'm going to take a pause break, regardless of how what other people think I should be doing. Okay, and sometimes that's going to mean that people will get an attitude with me uh, because I'm not moving at the same pace they're moving. But I know that if I get overwhelmed, I'm going to respond in a way that's not favorable for everybody else. So I got to take a pause break. I've got it. So that's what I call it. My wife's like, why do you mean pause? Like, you don't want to hang out. What do you mean? You know, like, it's nothing personal against anybody else, but it's all about me pausing for that moment just so I can get the vision of what needs to take place in this situation. Okay. It, you know, so I, I, in a perfect world, people that live with PTS, uh, veterans, when we're just talking about veterans, because it's, you know, we're talking about veterans that live with PTSD. I think that, there should, should be some different type of benefits. You know, I think, uh, you know, I'm just just opening it in that way that I think that there needs to be some real type of help. You know, veterans living with PTSD, it takes us 10, 10 to 20 extra days to complete one task that somebody does in two minutes, you know. So it's just, you know, so it's it's, it's rough. So, so for me, my takeaway is pause. You don't have to respond. Um, you know, verbally or non-verbally, you don't have to respond off of that first song. You have time. You can take a moment. You know, it's just like when they say, uh, buy this to buy this gift right now. And uh Instagram has some really good uh deals that they just offered. They got this light that changes, they put stars all over your room and stuff. It's like, man, I want that. It's just you know, you can turn the lights off and they can put stars all over. You don't have to have the track lights anymore. And it, it, they, they're selling it for 50%. And I was like, wait a minute, do you really need this light? People are really good. They have 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 really tapped in to making us think we have to buy right now. And the truth is you don't have to buy right now. You can buy when you're ready. And if it's if that deal's not there when you're ready, it means it wasn't for you. So that's what I try to stand by. That is awesome. I actually love everything that you just said, and you're the first person to say anything like that. Oh, wow. wow. So it's wow. really practical, real world advice that everyone can apply. And that is so perfect for what we're doing here. I love that. Thank you so much. 
So what motivated you? What motivated you to join the service? Uh, okay. So I love the videos online that are floating around where everybody's telling why they really joined and some funny answers. Um, I joined, uh, I didn't know which direction I wanted to go in life uh, at 18 years old. Who knows? Sometimes I, I respect the people who are like, I'm going to be a doctor and they go and do 50 years of school. You know, God bless you. You know, that wasn't me. And so um, now my father told me, he told me to either go to school for computers, which at that time, uh, computers were fairly new. And I hate saying that because, gosh, that makes me seem so old. I mean, my God. But he said I was good with something with my hands. Well, I thought that that meant maybe being a plumber or something like that. And I knew I was not going to be a plumber. It just wasn't going to be me. Um, you know, and so, um, but I left. My father has served in the military and so did his father. And so um, I went to the military because I felt it would give me the focus um, that I needed for that particular time. And so it was really my pause. It was my moment just to kind of figure out who I was. And I just said, I'll do whatever they have me to do. And, um, you know, at times I thought that I would serve for a lifetime. You know, so I thought I would be there and I thought I would go through the ranks and all of that. But, you know, at some point we have to realize that everything is not long-term. Some things are temporary, you know? And so, um, even in the work that I do, that's what I teach. You have to realize what's temporary and what's long-term. Everything's not to stay forever. And as much as I miss certain aspects of the military, uh, there's some things I don't miss, but you know, I miss it. I miss certain things and I miss uh, meeting different people from around the world. I miss some of the challenges I had. Um, I miss the camaraderie on certain, on certain levels, but it wasn't for me long time, long time. So um, I don't even know what your question was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Perfect answer. Perfect answer. <laughs> so, oh, so I joined Justice. I really joined to get away. I joined so I could grow. That's what it was. Um, I joined, yeah, so I joined for those reasons. And now you're doing something completely different and not really computers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell us what you're doing now. Well, gladly. This is this is my work. This is my baby. <laughs> this is what I wake up to do each day and I'm excited to do it. Uh, so, well, first of all, I go by D. Manuel, the gift activator. My birth name is Deshaun Smith, by the way. If you're confused, like, what is the guy's name, you know? And so uh, I just took my first initial and middle name there is what you see. It's D. Manuel. And I'm the gift activator. And so um, I focus on helping. Uh, I, I, I mainly focus on helping women um, find their purpose and calling. Okay. And then secondly, I help uh, help you find your purpose through writing your number one best-selling book. Okay. And so I'm a number one best-selling, uh, best-selling author. Okay. On Amazon. And so I help others, uh, turn around and do that same thing. And so, um, it's important to me, uh, through the work I do. And I'm a personal, uh, book and branding specialist, by the way, okay. there we go. And so I got you back. And so it's important for me that people, um, know what they're called to do. And so it's important that um, no matter what you have going on, because see, here's the thing. If you got PTSD, that means that you need to really be focused in on what it is that you're supposed to do, because that that'll keep you distracted from like 
um, from having so many episodes or uh, just getting lost in the, the flow of life. You know, when we're working on our purpose, you know, what I found, Chris, is if we're working on our purpose, if we're doing exactly what we love to do, um, we don't have time. We don't have time in our schedules to really uh, drift away into things that don't matter. We don't. And so uh, so in my work, I really want to help people, you know, drill down and say, where am I supposed to be at in life and where am I supposed to be? And if that's becoming an author and building your because basically you become an author, not just to become an author, but you build your business around the work that you do. OK, it's the same thing I do. I'm, I'm the gift activator. I help people find their gifts. And so my business is, is centered around that ideal. So we keep it simple. The book is just a tool for you to develop your concept of the work you do and then reach the people who you're called to serve. Purpose and connection are literally the two most important elements of healing. So you hit that totally on the head. Absolutely. Purpose mm-hmm. is everything. And it's, it's really interesting that I just connect with you now because I, I just joined uh, a woman in the UK who, Tracy Cox, who is amazing. And she started an organization called Global Healing Right Now. And the whole focus of that is helping childhood survivors of abuse to write their stories. Mm-hmm. And to get them out there and to get them published. So, so writing as an element of healing is a huge big deal. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think people are put in your path for a reason sometimes. And indeed. And indeed. I'm really, really happy to have met you. And so what if there's someone out there that feels inspired to write, that maybe wants to talk about their story, even those of you out there who, you know, maybe want to talk about your story of service and your experience with PTSD and um, overcoming the traumas in your life and all of those kind of things. If someone's out there and wants to write something, but doesn't even have a clue where to start, is that, that the kind of people that you're looking for? Well, yes, but I want you to take some time to really think about, I, I want you to take what, what I focus on is I want people to write about what they know, okay? I don't want to make this process hard because guess what? We're, we're not kids, right? We've been around for some time. We, we've amassed some, some, some wisdom, right? We've amassed some knowledge about life. And so maybe it's about your experience as a soldier, Maybe it's about your experience with PTSD. You lived it. Guess what? You don't have to be a therapist to help other people through this post-traumatic stress um, process, okay? So I simply, you know, first of all, I don't want you to make it hard. That's what I want to say to you first. And so don't make it hard, okay? Don't overthink it. <laughs> don't overthink it. So I work with people that, you know, have amassed that, that knowledge base, and they just need somebody to help them. They have some ideals. 
and they want to go to that next level of coming up with a concept. Remember, when you're working with me, you're not just writing a book, okay, just to, to talk, okay? You're writing a book because you maybe want to become a speaker, uh, you, you know, okay? So you're putting your process together on helping other people go through the transformation process. So, so, so for instance, you know, I'm helping you find your purpose. In my book, I take you through a... a there okay now through my bestseller series i take you through five steps are we there still i think we lost each other I got okay we're still here awesome awesome so i went really so so i want to work with people who are passionate who who know what their passion is or just need a little help making it clear and then you know possibly want to become a speaker a coach consultant um, and and definitely get that work out there and get paid for it, right? Get paid to talk about the thing that you know most about, okay? And I think that's that that is what I focus on, and that is what I want to see people be most successful in. And how can people get a hold of you? Awesome, great question. You can actually get a hold of me on all social media platforms. Uh, well, let's say uh, Instagram is the gift activator. Um, you can also put in uh, GIF Act, it's just GIF Activator on Facebook, um, and it'll pull up my business page there or even my personal. I don't mind, I use it for business as well, too. Um, Twitter, you can message me on Twitter, GIF Activator. But guess what? Twitter is so technical, <laughs> you need a, a computer science degree to use it. But I'm sure if you inbox me, I'm sure I'll still get it, too. So any of those platforms, if you just, it's the GIF Activator on Instagram, but if you put GIF Activator, I'm sure it'll come up, okay? Amazing. And is there anything that you would just want to say to our to our audience in closing? Well, well, thank you. Well, first of all, Krista, thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I truly appreciate um, and I consider it an honor to be on your podcast and to be able to speak to your audience. And I am just super elated uh, by the work that you're doing. I know when I saw the post and PTSD, I loved it immediately. I didn't know everything to expect. And, um, you know, you really were helpful in, in making it clear for me. And, and, and so, but anything with PTSD, anything with veterans, uh, I want to be a part of it and I want to see it be a success. So, much success to you and your podcast. To the audience, thank you all for listening. And uh, I hope that I've said something that has been uh, of value to you. Um, and if I can help you uh, through your journey in any way, uh, please feel free to reach out. And let me tell you, if even if you're a veteran who has checked out of life and you know that you want to write a book or you want to speak, you want to tell your story, I want to encourage you to do so. You Guess what? You don't have to be an extrovert. Uh, to be in this space, to have a podcast, to be a speaker, to be a consultant or a coach. All you need is need to tell yourself is that I'm going to try this. This is in my heart. I want to. I want to see. I want to see this be successful and get out there. Get the information and, and activate your gift. Get moving forward and and what you're supposed to be doing. Even if some most of your days are bad days, you can still turn it around and make it your best days. And so I want to challenge. If I can help you, please feel free to reach out. And, uh, and th other than that, thank you all so, so much for having me. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.
Thank you so much for watching tonight. And I hope that you guys got some valuable insight into some tips and tricks and some ways that you can feel a little bit better about your day. And I hope that he has inspired you and motivated you to look at some different possibilities and to maybe ask yourself the really important question of when you wake up in the morning, do you feel inspired to live your day? Do you feel excited about what you're doing and what's to come next? Are you living your purpose? Are you living your passion? And if you're not, reach out to me, reach out to Deshaun, reach out to one of my other previous guests. Whatever you do, find a way to find that connection to your passion and your purpose. And in that, you will find your happiness. Thank you so much and have an amazing night.